each month to meet the annual goals. Use a calendar to list monthly activities you must complete to meet those goals, reports to write, sales to make, people to hire and train, and so on. After your monthly plan is set, it's time to drill down even deeper and make a weekly plan. The best way is to create a chart like this for each week of the month. For each week, list at least five goal-related tasks you need to complete. Then list the activities you'll need to undertake to complete those tasks. Assign an importance level to each activity, the date you'll complete it, and how much time it will take. Finally, it's time to make your daily schedule, which is all most of us ever do. We often think we can manage our time without establishing annual goals, monthly objectives, and weekly plans. All we do is list activities as they become urgent, and that's how we fall into chaos. By using your weekly plan to schedule your daily time, you'll get more of the important work done and be able to discard or delegate the rest. Here's how. At the beginning of each week, transfer activities from your weekly plan to each day's to-do list. Then, add the other tasks you need to complete. Label each item in order of priority. One is top priority and should be done today. Two is important but doesn't have to be done today. And three is low priority. Schedule your top priority tasks, the ones, at the beginning of each day. Then complete the twos and try to delegate the threes. Estimate the time needed for each activity and block off that amount of time on your daily schedule. As you complete each activity during the day, check it off. Then review your list again at the end of the day and check off the completed items on your weekly list as well. If you follow this method of setting goals and planning, you'll have much less chaos in your workplace. Here are some more chaos reducing tips. Don't schedule every minute of your day. Realistically, you should expect to control only about 60% of each day. Use your to-do list, not scraps of paper. Delegate whatever you can. Set aside time each day to think and relax. Following these tips and carefully scheduling your time based on long-term goals will help conquer the chaos. But even when you understand your priorities, it's easy to put off doing the work. So the next step is to overcome procrastination. Here are some warning signs that procrastination is limiting your effectiveness. You sometimes put off tackling a task until either it's too late or you're embarrassed to do it. You often take work home and return it to the office untouched. You intend to do things only to forget about them later. Your mail tends to pile up on your desk or inbox. You're usually late or rushed for meetings, lunch engagements, and other business functions. If any of those scenes look familiar, you might be using one of these common excuses for procrastinating. I don't know where to start. The task isn't challenging. I thrive on the last minute rush. I want to get it just right. If you're so lost that you can't figure out where to begin, Start with any task and keep going. Don't try to evaluate how much you've completed. And don't feel bad if you don't get far. You started and that itself is progress. 
When the task isn't challenging, tackle it when you're in a good mood and the monotony won't bother you as much. Or try doing repetitive tasks differently, even if it's as simple as driving another route to the post office. If you thrive on the last minute rush, set your own deadline ahead of time and forget the real one. That way, you'll never be late and you can still get that last minute burst of inspiration. If you procrastinate because you want to get it just right, this scene might stir up some bad memories. Uh, how are things coming on the McMurrin project? I'm about to get started on it. I was waiting for the latest financial report to make sure I had room in my budget. Uh, you, you know what, Jerry, you can't afford to uh, wait for those numbers. I mean, you should have had a draft proposal together by now. Uh, you gotta get going on this. You can't always wait for conditions to be perfect. Sometimes you have to put aside your perfectionism and get the job done. Now that we've covered the most common excuses for procrastination,